Welcome to the DC4L Podcast. We speak Dallas Cowboys football here. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Anchor. We sure would appreciate it. New episodes drop every Friday. Before we get into the show, I want to thank Chris Auto Service for sponsoring Dallas Cowboy Legends. Let's see who we honor this week. This Dallas Cowboy legend is not only a Super Bowl champion, he's credited for acting in a movie, owning a bar and grill, and being trained as a Thai boxer. With a roundhouse kick registering at 400 pounds per square inch, you could say he's part man, part monster. Find out which former Dallas Cowboy we honor after this. Standing six foot four, 257 pounds. Number 54, Randall Lee White, played defensive tackle and linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys from 1975 to 1988. White was drafted first pick second player in 1975 as a middle linebacker. In 1977, he was moved to right defensive tackle. 1977 was Randy White's breakout year. He was all pro and co-MVP of Super Bowl XII with Harvey Martin. He was 1978 NFC Defensive Player of the Year. Randy White made it to nine consecutive All-Pro and Pro Bowl teams. He played with the Dallas Cowboys for 14 years. He was in three Super Bowls, six NFC Championship games, accumulated 1,104 tackles. 701 of those were solo, 111 were sacks. With the accumulation of injuries, Randy couldn't assume the three-point stance anymore, which meant that he could no longer play at the level that made him an NFL legend. In 1988, Randy White retired alongside Tom Landry. Out of 207 games in 14 seasons, Randy White only missed one game. The Manster will forever go down in Dallas Cowboys history as a Super Bowl champion and Dallas Cowboy legend. Dallas Cowboy Legends is brought to you by Chris Auto Service. Much like the Dallas Cowboys, you want a winning team to service and repair your family vehicles. From brakes, tune-ups, AC to your check engine light. Chris Auto Service has had you riding trouble-free on RGV roads and freeways since 2009. Chris Auto Service, 7108 North 23rd Street, McAllen, Texas. Hey, we're 3-0, man. Uh, it's it's great to be a Cowboy fan right now. Before we get started, though, man, I want to give a quick shout-out to one of my best friends, man, last week. And he's a diehard Cowboy fan as well, him and his wife, his baby girl. They got some great news, man. They're about to get another baby on the way, a baby boy, another Dallas Cowboy hardcore fan is going to be coming to us very soon. Just a quick shout out. Congratulations to my best friend man, for having a baby boy. Awesome. Nice. Congrats. Congratulations. You know, and you never know. He may end up lacking another team. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he could. It's possible. My, my, my best friend, Luis Guzman, very educated. His wife is very educated. They know how to take care of their kids and they're going to take care of them as far as their football team. They're going to be Cowboy fans and Spurs fans. They're going to be set for life. <laughs> Corey's just mad because he can't find any more Browns fans. They're, they're down here. They, they are? Yes. They're in hiding right now. What, what would you be hiding? Do you know how we, our they, teams used to be? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be hiding? We're great. Trust me. We're great. Hey, so can we start with the uh, predictions? Sure, yeah, we will. Uh, I, I, you want to start with that one because you were off by like three points. Yeah. Well, you got to nice. win something. They win too. a football game. Hey, look, actually, Mike is. You is, guys are both off by three points. Yeah. You were three points. See what happens over. when you're not biased? Well, you know what? Technically, Mike wins then, Ben, because it's always who gets the closest without going over. Over, yeah. And oh, you, okay. my See? friend, yeah. went over. Well, the final score of the game was 31 6 in favor of your Cowboys. Um, our predictions were I had 38 to 3. Uh, Corey, the cowboy hater, had 31 9. Chuck had 38 to 7. And Mike, our producer, had 31 3. So I think we give that win to Mike there. I'm going to give it to Mike only because right. I want to see Corey walk out with the L. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I was close. You were close, man. Was it was it was good. Uh, it was definitely a slow start this week, man. And, and the scary part was that it was against um, a, a Dolphins team that was looking for their first win as well. Mm -hmm. um at first we didn't look fantastic uh neither did the dolphins of course um in fact the 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 whole first half was just sluggish uh, on both sides of the ball you know nothing's a lot of things weren't working things weren't clicking um you know you had stupid penalties and then you had some penalties that weren't even getting called that was ridiculous um number 65 the right guard for the dolphins was holding literally on every other play as was their tackles 
Um, but it seemed like every other play for the Cowboys, they wanted to call them for holding. So go figure. Who knows? Um, but we walked out with a win. Um, and and Zeke, again, Matt, he quietly walked out with a 100-yard game, as did Tony Pollard. Boom. He finally got his first score of the season. And the, the rushing game is looking good. And what I like is that obviously we're a run-first team. Um, but we're able to get the pass game going, and it's able to help out as well, uh, especially in the play-action game. I think I saw a stat where Dak has only missed one throw uh, in all of the play-action passes that he's ran. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, just a little fun fact. Um, this past Sunday was the first time the Dallas Cowboys had two 100-yard rushers since Emmett Smith had 122 and Chris Warren had 104 versus Washington back in October of 1998. Chris Warren. Is this Chris Warren from Seattle? As, that's exactly who he it is. With the Cowboys? Yeah. So that was he left a starting role in Seattle. Yeah, he left a starting role in Seattle to go be Emmett's backup. Was he there for a Super Bowl? No. <laughs> no. No. He was very serviceable, though. Yeah, but <clears throat> going back to the game, I um, I see it as a tale of two halves. The first half was, a, like Chuck said, was a very sluggish start and uh, had me kind of worried, you know, um, if you let a bad team hang around long enough, you know, it's dangerous, especially in the NFL. You know, we joke that Miami is hor a horrible team, but at the end of the day, they're professionals. They get paid to do what they do. So if you let a bad team hang around, it, it can lead to disaster. Um, Luckily, like I said, I felt like it was a tale of two halves. Uh, first half, I felt like Dak was forcing a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, he almost, before he threw his interception, I felt like he almost had an interception. Uh, I think it was the first or second drive of the game where he threw it, kind of forced it into the end zone and bounced off the hands of a Miami defender. He was, I think he was looking for Witten at that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think I felt like we got away with that one. We were able to kick a field goal. And then, um, you know, Dak's interception, you know, he did have like, a whole day to throw back there but you know at the end of the day there you throw it out of bounds or you run and get what you can get you know don't try to be a hero and and i remember yelling at the tv screen before he even threw it i'm yelling run Dak, run 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 uh and then the worst part is he throws it across his body and nine out of ten times man those are gonna get picked off yeah yeah so but after the game i, I remember seeing a quote where Dak kind of checked himself like yeah like um, he was basically, he admitted to being greedy, you know, he wanted to, to make that play and, you know, and that, um, bad decision-making has not been Dak's MO. So I'm not too worried about it. I just feel like, you know, even he, the greats have a bad, exactly. Bad. And I was going to say, you know, he's not the first quarterback. He's not gonna be the last quarterback that gets greedy on a play. Mm -hmm. Um, he's just trying to make a play. He's just trying team. to make a play for his team, you know, and you can call him greedy for that. Uh, but at the end of the day, like we said, he's he's really just trying to make a play for his team uh, to keep the drive going. Um, and that was after the 30-yard completion that he had to Witten, mm -hmm. where, you know, he's he's getting around. He breaks free from a sack. <clears throat> and actually, it was Connor Williams' guy. Freaking Connor Williams, man, you're killing me. Connor Williams' guy got loose, so Dak had to, you know, scramble. And the good thing about that is that at least Connor recovered. Mm -hmm. And he bought Dak a little bit more time yeah. so that he can get, you know, off to the side. And he was able to complete that. He actually forced that guy to step up and he left Witten open and it turned into like a 30-yard gain. Mm -hmm. uh, so it worked out. Veteran play by Witten there. And it, the guy's like an ageless wonder. I mean, as slow as he is, he's <laughs> I was always ask open, you, though. What did you yeah. think about his speed? I mean, to me, it looked a little Well, sluggish. I mean, he's never really been <laughs> known you know, for, for his speed. True, yeah. true. But, uh, but he's got great hands and he protects the football. I think the lack of athleticism that he has at his age now just he just makes up for it in football iq right yeah. i mean to make himself that wide open on that type of play i mean you're not gonna get that from many other tight ends especially the younger ones it took it took a true pro to recognize what was going on and now, absolutely and to know the down distance because yeah yes it was third and long but you know even third and nine is considered third and long yeah uh this Low was percentage like, it was this was third and like 15 maybe even longer yeah um and for that that corner i'm not sure who it was but for that corner to step up to think that oh dak can run it for you know even if dak had run it there was no way that he was going to run it for a first, first down yeah. um so he should have actually stayed you know with witten uh but he didn't i'm glad he didn't um and that led you know to to you know great plays uh for the offense 
um, Zeke did. Uh, Zeke is getting rolling. Um, he's getting better and better. Uh, the first two weeks, you kind of noticed to where, you know, he wasn't necessarily breaking as many tackles. Um, he was going down almost at first contact. Uh, and now, now, not only do we see these bigger holes as he gets to that second level and he's getting hit, he's you know he's got defenders bouncing off of him now. Yeah. Um, is he being like uh, held back right now? I don't think so. I don't um, think so. I don't think he's being held back. I don't think they're maybe you could say the first game, maybe right, right, right. Just to you know, let him you know, but, let, him, let him get his breath, try to get back into football shape. But people are going crazy over um Zeke's usage or lack thereof of quote unquote. But he has the most yardage um during the first three games and the most. Like um for the first time in his career, this is the most yardage he's had within the first three games. games of a season. Right. So he's still getting his yards, guys. I mean, and Zeke is still going to be Zeke. And the fact, I think it's kind of a good thing people feel that way that he's like, we feel that Zeke is not performing to his level, but yet he's still getting the yards. Mm -hmm. So I think once he does get to his maximum potential that he could be, it's going to be unreal. And, you know, last year, I think he didn't even – you know, right now he's he's getting his 20 carries. He didn't exceed, I think, 25 carries until maybe like week six or week seven. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure on the facts on that one, but it you know it was it took a while before he went past 25 carries, um, yeah. and then it wasn't until the playoff game that he hit you know that 30 carry mark. Um, well, I think um, he's getting his rushes, but his touches, meaning receptions and carries. I feel like he hasn't gotten, and I need to check the stats on that, but I, I felt like last year they really emphasized on getting him involved in the passing game. I felt like this year he, they haven't done that as much. Maybe and not yet. Not yet, right. But I don't feel like we need to right exactly now. Exactly, with, with the way things are going. Uh, but maybe it will happen now, now that Gallup is out. Um, you know, Devin Smith, again, he, he's looking good. Uh, he didn't have the stats that he had the week before, um, but he, he's, he runs his routes well. Uh, at Ohio State, he was really more known for just, you know, one route, deep route kind of guy. Um, He's a burner. He is a burner, but there was one that he ran a, a comeback route, and, you know, he ran back to the ball, and he he looked pretty good. And so uh, we, we can only hope that his development continues uh, during the absence of Michael Gallup. Um, what I would like to see is, and again, don't get me wrong, I, I like the, the production that Tony Pollard has produced, but the thing is, on third down, I just really feel that Zeke needs to be in there because if you're it, it, with Tony Pollard in there on third down, I feel like defenses are saying it's a passing down for these guys. Even if it's third and fourth or third and five, third and six, whatever the case may be, they see Tony Pollard in there. I think their first guess is pass right now. If Zeke is in there, it's 50 50 mm -hmm. because if you know, third and six, it's not out of the question for the Cowboys to want to run the ball. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see him in. I think he needs to be in there on third downs just to keep the defense guessing. Yeah, I think the more tail or the truth of it, or I'm sorry, the giveaway I should say is when Ola Wally's in there on third yes. and long, he's obviously there to pass protect. Um, Tony Pollard, I feel like he's gotten better in pass protection, but that's definitely something he needs to be improved on. So um, I think you're right on that. They're trying to get him more involved on the checkdowns and stuff like that. But also, and which is fine. Yeah. You know, he he's good for the checkdowns. But the thing is, I would just I want the defense to guess more. Right. I don't want that them going does. in knowing that it's going to be a pass, regardless if they want to check it down to him. Right. And yeah, I mean Zeke is the dude. You paid him that money that you paid him for a reason, and you would like huh? he should be in there at that time. Yeah, yeah. on third downs definitely, third downs. and he is the three down back. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You can do that's everything. a more that's a more uh, bigger threat with the uh, checkdown. Yeah, maybe a screen, right? You know, mm -hmm. so that keep the defense guessing. So I was going to say that maybe uh, you know the play caller, right? More is 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 kind of mixing it up. So this is just what week three. We're going to right. week four. The yeah. Saints. That's, I mean, that's why I asked. Do y'all think he's holding them? They, you think yeah, holding I, them back. And I think it's strategy. I yeah. think to me, no, I completely agree, season. which is good because. I mean, let's not be around the bush. It's Super Bowl or bust, which is pretty much everyone's mentality, right, at the start of the season. But especially for this year's Cowboy team where 
the ownership and the players and the coaches on that staff um, feel like this is the most talent they have in a long time. I feel like everyone in that team and that organization won't be satisfied unless it's a Super Bowl appearance at the minimum an appearance. So the fact that they're going the approach of saving Zeke for that playoff run where, you know, they are going to demand those 25, 30 touches to carry him through a playoff win. And, you know, I'm okay with that. And, and if it means Pollard being in there and you know, it is an obvious passing down, you know, so be it. If it saves Zeke for that late put uh playoff push, um, you know, so be it. I think uh, speaking of, uh, you know, saying saving them for later, it also could be, you know, the three teams y'all just played. You know, you don't have to, to overwork them. Yeah, you know, just good coaching. Um, I think uh, I said last week, Miami was gonna was gonna give you everything they got, uh, but they did. They gave everything they got. They they um, I, I don't know if uh, credit really goes. I don't know if y'all give credit to them because they really came to play. Even uh, Rosen, you know, he had a good game. Y'all didn't really have film to really stay up to see, you know, how he was going to be. So that hit y'all off guard with him. I think they came with a good plan for y'all. That was their best opportunity, I think, to to really win a game early. Mm-hmm. They were playing uh, another team. Yeah. You know, unfortunately for them, they had to play y'all. And so now there's going to be some film on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, like I said, tail two halves. Miami's offense had 216 yards at halftime. They ended the game with 283. So I think the coaching staff and the players, you know, coaching staff credit to they. I'm sure they made adjustments in halftime because, like Corey alluded to, they they hadn't seen Rosen yet. Um, so I'm sure the coaching staff made adjustments. But and I think the players just kind of woke up too, um, where yeah, can't take them by can't take yeah can't take them like and this then the you, you have a half like that again. You know, the schedule is about to get, like, tougher. Yeah, you can't have a half like that against a better team. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Rosen actually had a pretty – I think most of his stats even came in the first quarter. Uh, he had over 100 yards off of his first two drives. And uh, in a group chat that I had with my buddies, we were even talking, like, you know, Rosen's on pace to really tear apart our secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, luckily, by the – by halftime, they got it together. They had it figured out. They came – they made the adjustments needed. And they were able to, you know, make plays when they needed to. Um, but like Corey was saying, you know, there, there were some plays that they made, you know, th- that uh, that I, I, I won't even call it a touchdown, but the catch, non-catch that the, uh, I think it was Preston Williams had in the end zone where Cheeto kind of knocked it out. Oh, like, yeah, I honestly thought if the coach would have challenged that, he would have won. I, dang, I, I that think was he might have so won that challenge. That was so close. Because they end up dropping. You can't drop the ball. At yeah, end, but he got like three steps down. But but you and still, that third step can be counted as a football move. You know what I mean? You still should challenge though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you know, you're, you're, what do you have to yeah, lose? You're yeah, 0 you're two. Right. You're, yeah, you're, you're losing right. as you're, you're, you're gonna lose a timeout. I mean, better than losing the game. I, I think that would have been a perfect opportunity for him. Um, you know, had it been overturned, I don't think I I would have been upset because I I could have seen how. Uh, it's like they say there, there's. You know, when, when they challenge a play, sometimes there's uh, inconclusive evidence uh, for them to overturn it. I think this one would have been, you know, a hard one for them to do. But it's kind of like they always they always go. I think they were going like to Dean Blandino, asking him on his thoughts. And, uh, you know, he said that he felt like that was the right call. You had some other guys that said, no, that they would have called it a touchdown. But, um, you know, I agree with Matt. I think that's just one of those that, you know, what 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 do you have to lose by, by challenging mm-hmm. uh, that, that the timeout. Touchdown. Now, obviously, timeouts are valuable, but exactly, you know, the the, the reward would have been greater than what you're losing, in my yeah. opinion. Um, you know, a timeout, you, you still would have had two more. It was early in the game. Uh, you know, they weren't in need of their timeouts as the game went on. Um, so I, I personally think that that's one of those situations where, you know, yeah, that helps chances. momentum too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that was right before halftime. And yeah. it could have given, if they had counted, that would have given them the lead. Yeah. How y'all would have felt about that? I would you still be confident before, or before like, that the, play I happened? Know. I was like, damn it, dude, are we in trouble here? I was like, um, I, I was Well, you guys would have showed up today. Of if course. you if Dolphins would have won. Of course, man. Of we course, got man. we got to <laughs> Oh, I'm just even when they lose, it's like out of all the teams, it's gonna happen. 
out of all the yeah, but out of all the teams to lose to to lose to Miami, it's like what just happened? Well, so Miami's not gonna go Maybe win this. They're gonna show. beat somebody. Oh, they are now. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna get somebody. They're, they're gonna, gonna beat be somebody. They get somebody. I don't know who, but has anybody ever had a just a complete loss of a of a season? The Lions, the Browns, Browns. the Browns, two, two years ago. Two. Well, it was only two years ago. I felt like it was a while ago. It was two years ago. That's and, when they got Miles. Oh, and Detroit. Detroit did it. It's yeah. only it's only two teams. No, I think uh, another one is. I'm one. sure there's. A, I mean, oh, it might go like way back. I think Detroit was one. Yeah, Detroit um, was in the 2000s. I think that's when they ended up getting Matthew Stafford with that pick. Um, but that's another thing, man. There, there's some teams right now that that's we can't say that it's surprising to see them at three and zero. You know, the Patriots are, are a team that's not you know, it's not out of the ordinary to see them at three and zero. Um, Buffalo, Buffalo. I think that's that's a, a surprise. I don't know that anybody saw these guys going to be three and zero after they three played, games. They played the Jets and the Giants. Who was they play? Jets, Giants. We played this past weekend. Not Tampa. No. I don't know. I know they got New England this week. That should be a good measuring stick for them. Absolutely. Who? Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah. Ramiro uh, Guerra just said Detroit in two thousand eight was a zero. Uh, yeah, zero and six. And I, yeah, I know Ram. Ram knows his football, and so uh, so which means that they ended up getting Matthew Stafford because Matthew Stafford is class of 09, I think, out of Georgia, um, and he's actually a uh, Troy Aikman protege. Matthew Stafford <laughs> out of Dallas. He's out of Dallas, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Texas. What, was, what was all that uh, that jive about Aikman this this weekend? I didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> it was great stuff, man. My uh, buddies started calling him Spicy Troy. Spicy <laughs> Troy coming. Troy Aikman coming in hot. He is, man. It's just one of those that, you know, people want to talk shit. And they, yeah, it, especially in today's world when it's so easy to reach millions and millions of people. Yeah, people, people want to talk shit. One of the things was saying that, uh, you know, I, I, this is, this is Mahomes' second year as a starter. And apparently he's already at like 33% of Troy's touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. And so Troy came back and said, well, talk to me when he's got 33% of my Super Bowl wins. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, and even I, we can even go back further, man. Before Tom Brady, you know, has six rings, <clears throat> when he, I think it was maybe after his first ring or, or second ring, uh, Troy Aikman came on the uh, Part of My Interruption show with Tony Kornheiser and Mike Wilbon. And um, they were asked, they were talking to him about, uh, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. and they said, "What what did Peyton Manning do that you didn't get to do?" And he's like, "Oh man, Peyton Manning, his football IQ is is freaking amazing." He's like, "I never got to go to the line and make all these kind of audibles and all these changes that that you know Peyton gets to make." And said, oh, "Okay," and said, "Well, what what about uh, what about Tom Brady? What did Tom Brady do that you you know you didn't get to do?" And Troy just kind of sat there and he was like. I don't know. Maybe he went to better parties than I did. <laughs> like, <clears throat> but yeah, so Troy's one of those men that like, you know, I know you, you, you're pretty hard on him, man. When he's commentating for the Cowboys, yeah. I think he's just trying to do his job as unbiased as he can. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I wish I was a bit older to really experience um, the Troy Aikman years as a Dallas Cowboy fan. But I just feel like he, not that he hates, he's just like, no His expectations ever, are no up there. No one's ever going to be better than the '98, the '90s Cowboys. His expectations are and up there. I mean, yeah, I can oh, see you that. You didn't get to watch this, huh? What? You didn't get to enjoy. He, it? he wasn't born yet. Huh? Wow. What? I was six years old when they won their last Super Bowl. Dang. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, I want to interrupt. I want to say hello to Luis Guz Guzman. Is with us tonight. We've got uh, Ramiro Guerra. We've got Guillermo Willy Munguia the second. Eddie G. And uh, Mike Castillo, thank you all so much. What's, What's up, up fellas? Guys? Thank you for tuning in. Mike is actually a hardcore Viking fan, but he's always talking about those Dallas Cowboys. Really? He's one of those guys, like many others, that they say they hate the Dallas Cowboys, yet they're always talking about them. Whether you love them or hate them. Oh, so he hate them? He does hate them. All right. Well, that's, he, what, that's what I'm talking about. He's one of those that he <laughs> yeah. says, I don't hate the Cowboys, I hate their fans, which is, to yeah, me, exactly. it, it's ridiculous. You that's- know? How's that ridiculous? Because Corey, I can easily say, "Oh my goodness, I hate the Cleveland Browns fans." Why? You guys won what three games in the last two years? You're not hating on the team, hate on the fans. Yeah, it's I'm gonna hate fans. on the fans. Like, oh, you guys think you're Super Bowl bound because you won eight games last year and you picked up Odell? That's Whoop not us. Do. That's not us. That's the media. We just we just excited. We enjoying the ride. And it's the same thing, man. <laughs> it's the one same thing. Ride. You know. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're enjoying the ride. Our, it's our the roster, s- everything. That's it's going the same on. thing for us, man. You know, you got analysts 
that are out there saying, you know, are the Cowboys contenders or pretenders? A lot of them are saying they're contenders. So naturally, as fans, we're going to get excited about it too. Yeah. And so for all these guys, and, and Matt and I were talking about it, you know, the Cowboys are 3-0, and the Patriots are 3-0, and uh, you've got the Bills who are 3-0, and but everybody wants to talk shit because we're excited that the Cowboys are 3-0. and and everybody's like, oh, well, you guys haven't you guys yeah, haven't played anybody. You guys haven't played anybody. That's expected. Yeah, but the thing is, what happens if we had lost one of those games? No, but once you do yeah. something, once you once you do something, then you know, you gotta earn it. The Patriots, yeah, they three and no, I mean, and you could say the teams that they play, I mean Garbage. The, the Patriots could lose three games in a row and they'll still be Super Bowl favorites. They can, but but in my opinion, to me that goes to to their front office and to their coaching. The way they they handle their their players, but it's also it's also what what they what they've done. Um, Cowboys haven't because because of the teams you play. It's not like you're like oh man, really they they should be. Now I'll I'll, I'll say I, I feel y'all are contenders. I know y'all got the roster and stuff to be contenders. We're gonna see what happens. But to to want the respect that the Patriots got, that's, that's well. I'm not saying um, that we need the respect that the Patriots yeah. get. But to be fair, you know, the Cowboys have always been talented. You know, for the last few years, I mean, we can go back uh, to to the Romo prime years. Man, they've always been talented, but they just never, in, in my opinion, again, it's only an opinion. They just never had that coaching to take them to the next level, especially after Parcells. Oh, heck yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with that. Can you imagine what Parcells would have done with 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 this team right now? I know he didn't want the Owens, you know, group, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you he would love having Z- he would love having Cooper, um, oh, yeah. especially to what he's used to. With Isn't the, with it the Cooper Divas. a breath of fresh air when you see Antonio Brown acting up? Absolutely, man. Um, you know that's another thing. I, I'm not surprised that Antonio Brown is 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 out. Um, he's a, he he is a good talent man, and I really hope that when he says that he's done, that he's not. Um, you know, when he said that he's retiring from football, uh, you know, he went on a freaking Twitter rampage, man, just calling everybody out. out. He was calling out Shannon Sharp. He was calling out even even Belichick. He called out he the called owner. Out yeah, he called out Kraft, and and it's just one of those like, dude, come on, man, like, it's like thank you for Cooper, man. Thank yeah. you for balling out on Sundays and just doing your job. But Antonio is being one of those that like, you know. You're not enjoying the game because you're losing. Like, now you're going to go and take the ball, too, like, just because you're not playing. Like, you're going to be that kid that, oh, you know what? I don't like the way it's going here. I'm going to take my ball and leave. Yeah. he need, Like you were saying, though, I, yeah, I hope he's not done. He he needs some type of help right now. He has to get the help, uh, you know, make it known publicly. And, I mean, because you know, he played for my rivals, you know what I'm saying, yeah. the, the Steelers, but I love watching them play. He, he is, man. And the cool thing is that, you know, he's going back to school to finish his degree. I, I hope he's getting his degree in accountability uh, because he <laughs> needs to learn that, like, not everything is the fault of others. You know, hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I wonder how old though? is he? I don't know how old he is, man. He's he's that's that's like a way you act in. I 20s. think he came out in 2010, maybe. He's not very he's, old. He's like, he's what, just, six, seven years in? Maybe maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I want to say he, he's in that 2010 draft. But um, did you see that video when he got released by the Raiders? He's like, Grandma, I'm free. Yeah. You think he called his grandma after Oh man. After New England let him go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crying. <laughs> Crying, right? Jeez. Yeah. Well, you know, serious allegations, you know? Yeah. A whole bunch of them. You know, now he's got the one that uh, he damaged some property. I think that's where he was. Uh, didn't I, I, I didn't look into it today. I know we're going a little bit off topic, but um, like a video came out against them today or something. like that. I didn't look into it. I just saw the article and I was just kept scrolling. But I hadn't seen so that. Probably one. video evidence came out against them. I don't know of what, but I saw something. You know, look into that. But um, a quick shout out. Uh, our my boy Mark Hernandez wanted the shout out as well because he's also listening. <laughs> oh, nice! So thank yeah, you, you're, Mark. You're welcome to join the conversation as well. If if you uh, if you comment, uh, we can put you on the screen here. Uh, Throw us some comments, man. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If, yeah. if we're not talking about something that you want to hear, I do have a Twitter question, but we'll get back to it uh, once it, we start talking about the Saints. I I think that's going to be a tough matchup. They went and beat Seattle at Seattle. You, you, are you are you saying that because of uh, Drew Brees is out? Do you have Teddy? 
Or yeah, but even last week, I, I am saying because of that. But uh, because if they had Breeze, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, but I am surprised because you know you have Teddy Bridgewater, who hadn't made a start since what twenty seventeen? Two years ago, maybe even further. No, it was two years ago. It was two years ago. Yeah. Wait, oh, he's wait, coming wait, from no, the sorry. Vikings, no, right? No, 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 he didn't. You're right. Well, yeah, he, after he coming from, from the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. yeah, the Jets actually. Somewhere. Well, he spent yeah, I think it was like one year with the Jets, yeah. but he didn't do much. He did come from the Vikings, but he came back. Um, he came back and didn't play. So, and right now he's probably the league's top paid backup. He, he they is. did make him he before is. the season even started. He is the league, and he could have gone to other. Like, there were other teams that were offering him money to be Miami the starter. Miami him. wanted him to be the starter, and he said no. That he'd rather stay in you know St. Louis, backup Drew Brees. And I think that's one of those situations because not to say that Drew Brees is on his way out, but one. Drew Brees could be on his way out. Two, you're learning behind Drew yeah. Brees, who's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks, you know, to play the game ever, and, yeah. ever, and a coach, and and another coach in Sean Payton, who's considered you know an offensive genius. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, I'm pretty sure Payton had a talk with him. Absolutely, and I don't, and I don't think he made the wrong choice. Um, and and I'm not. The only reason that I'm surprised was because they went to Seattle and won. That's a tough place to, to, oh, yeah. to win. So, um, a Twitter question at Caesar underscore Garcia ten has asked us. So now that the Saints don't have Breeze, is this week's game still a good measuring stick for the boys? I think so because the defense is still a legit defense. Uh, their secondary is still you know pretty good. With they uh, went and like you said, they went and beat Seattle. Right in the, Seattle, and but that was it was a shootout. I think that one ended up being like thirty three. It was a close thirty three twenty seven. But I heard that wasn't the it wasn't that close. Really, they scored at the end, five seconds left. The Saints did. I mean, the uh, Seattle, Seattle did. Yeah. Well, I, I I didn't get to see that game, but you know Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett, they they gave me some points. I know that much. Yeah, they did. Um, um, so you don't know how Teddy did, yeah? Because I I don't think I even. I'm trying to look up his stat line right now. Um, so the Saints did win. They won thirty-three to twenty-seven. The Saints are two and one. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater went nineteen of twenty-seven for one hundred and seventy-seven yards and two TDs, no interceptions. Uh, QB quarterback rating of one hundred and twelve. Um, perfect ratings one fifty-eight. Um, I know one of those was a, a dump off to Kamara, and Kamara did most of the work. He he he's somebody that Kamara scares me, man. He does, man. I don't know that we can. <clears throat> stop him, but we can slow him down. Right, and go, kind of referring back to the last three games that we had, um, I had tweeted out on our Twitter page uh, like a day or two ago that I just don't feel our linebackers are making those oh dang plays where we felt we caught ourselves saying last year like, oh man, did you see Jalen Smith there? Oh, did you see Van Der Esch there? You know, they're making plays, but plays that NFL linebackers are supposed to make. Right. We haven't seen those eye-opening wild plays yet from them, I feel. And to have a chance to win this game versus the Saints, keep in mind, it's at the Dome in New Orleans. It's, it's a, a tough place tough to win, place. man. The atmosphere there is yeah. going to be insane, which is why I, I can see Zeke's workload increasing this week. Uh, right. Because I think it's going to be – I think they want the, the Cowboys want to win the time of possession game, um, as they always do. I think as every team should want to. Um, the time of possession game is going to be huge. Uh, I think the best thing for um, for the Cowboys' defense is going to be for the offense to be successful, for the offense to be chewing down that clock. Um, I think we need to have you know ten to twelve play drives. Uh, let's keep that New Orleans offense. Let's keep Kamara off the field mm-hmm. um, so that you know there, there's not a whole lot of time for them to to work with to get something going. Yeah. Um, but uh, on the bright side, you know, speaking of like eye opening, man, did you see that hit with that Heath put? Uh, yeah, but it wasn't necessarily a hit. I mean, it was clean, man. He was going for the ball. Exactly, he was playing the ball. It wasn't malicious. It wasn't at all. And you had people complaining like, "Oh, that should have been a flag." But it, 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 no, I think it, it was a good no call, man. Yeah, you can clearly see that that he was trying to make a play on the ball. I um, think it was good acting. He knew he was going to make a hit, but he put his hands uh, up to look act at, like No, look at his, his eyes, Corey. He's, he's eyeing like, the quarterback the entire like way. No, no, no. How are you trying to catch it like this when the ball is right here? He used to be like that. He was going like that. He was, he was like diving this. for it. Tried to hit him with He was throw. diving for it. And it nah. was a clean, even though even though he wasn't going for the tackle, it was still a clean hit. His helmet didn't hit his helmet. 
uh, it was the shoulder straight into the chest. What I was sad about was that it was Alan Hearns, man. Poor Alan Hearns, know, dude. He's, he's got just... such bad luck right now at that Cowboy Stadium. Yep. His last two games, he was taken out because of an injury. Um, it was good to see that he was able to walk, you know, off on his own. He was out the rest of the game, and and Alan Hearns is a good guy, man. I, I really hope that you know he can come back, bounce back. Um, Miami could use a guy like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could definitely help them out. Uh, but he's a guy that his the majority of his career was hit with the injury bug, and it, it hit him again last week, and boy, did it hit him hard. Yeah. Um, but, Matt, our D lineman finally got some sacks. Dude, finally. You know, I felt like we were getting pressure the whole first half. Like we just weren't getting there, and Robert Quinn looked fast off the opposite he edge of DeMarcus Lawrence. So that He was got a- one. Lawrence got one. That was yeah. We, I think we ended the game with two sacks and multiple. I don't have the exact number. Of hits, well, I think it was three sacks. Three or maybe it was four sacks. I want to say I could be wrong. I want to say it was four sacks, but three of them from linemen. Three of them, and I know one was Quinn, one was Lawrence, and I want to say it was Collins. Collins might have gotten like a half a sack, but I want to say that those three guys got one. You know who else got a sack? Taco. Oh, Taco Charlton, man, he got a yeah, sack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for Collins the Dolphins, had him like Collins bitch. had him like a little bitch the whole game though. Um, <laughs> he he owned him, uh, and I was one that that at the beginning of the year I thought that Collins was going to be a guy that we let go. Man, he's playing some great football this year. He's um, according to Pro Football Focus, um, he's the highest rated offensive lineman on our team. On and that's because we got guys like J- Zach Martin, Travis, Travis Frederick, Frederick, and Tyron and, Smith. And Tyron Smith. So that's amazing. That's that definitely says a lot. He's definitely in good company, man. Um, that's definitely a signing that I'm, I'm and I'm one of those man because I'm a former lineman. So I, anytime a lineman gets paid, I'm glad to see it. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't sure that you know he was panning out as our right tackle, but you know, like we said, man, he, he's playing some great football right now. Yeah. <clears throat> what is our uh, real quick? Let me interrupt. What is our Twitter handle? Our Twitter handle is DC4L956. Okay, at DC4L956 on Twitter. And you got the 3 and 0 in there. Do they have to put that in? Is that uh, part of the name? No, it's not part of the Twitter handle, but it's part of our name. Okay. You know, just keep the fans updated with the record, you know. But uh, going back to the sacks, uh, we did have three. Robert Quinn had a one. DeMarcus Lawrence had one. And Malik Collins had one. Um. So, yeah, going back to the Saints, I really do. Uh, Camaro's obviously, with Drew Brees out, Camaro's obviously the focus. So, I really feel like our linebackers, Jalen Smith and LVE, are going to have to play lights out this game, just like they did last year. If you remember last year's game against the Saints, it was intense. And I felt like Jalen Smith and LVE were just all over Camaro, and he could not. Um, he could not do anything against us last year. And then I think for us to have success again this year, it's going to be had, uh, the same story. Uh, you know, absolutely. It's definitely not going to be um, a walk in the park, but um, I still believe it's going to be a good measuring stick for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talk about Kamara, but don't forget about Michael Thomas too, man. Yeah, he's definitely one of, the, he, yeah. he's one of the good receivers. He got a uh, touchdown last in week. this league. Uh, he did have a touchdown. I think he went uh, five catches for 54 yards and a touchdown. Um, so I, I, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle that. Um, they you know, also have the quarterback. Let me put him in. Uh, the running quarterback. Taysom Hill. Hill. Um, Mark asked the question, is Tr- Teddy Bridgewater overrated, and does Hill uh, see action as quarterback? He might. Overrated? Is Teddy Bridgewater Teddy? overrated? I don't think he is. Um, you know, I think right now. Maybe he been overpaid or something because he's no. the highest paid. Well, he's the highest paid backup, but, you know. I think he's fine with where he's at right now. Yeah, I think he's in a good situation. He's in a good spot. Uh, I, I do think Taysom Hill will see some action, but I think it's going to be more of a, I mean, it's unfair to, to call it Wildcat because he is a quarterback. Um uh, you know, even last week he he did go in. He played some quarterback. He ran the ball, I think, like one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, he will see some action. You know, the guy's an athlete. You know, and you got to put athletes out there that, and and help to see if they can make some plays. Um, but I do think Kamara and Thomas are going to be the focal points for the Cowboys. Um, you know, 
Byron Jones. We'll, we'll see how he can do. Um, I know they like to move Michael Thomas around a lot, so I don't know if he's actually going to be, you know, locked in mm-hmm. on Michael Thomas. Cheeto, um, oh. Cheeto's, Cheeto's making progress. Cheeto's looked a little sluggish, you know, at times. Um, but I, I still think he's he's going to be a great corner for us, uh, not just for us, but in the NFL. And hopefully, he can and, and you know stay with the Cowboys for a long time. Um, but I remember in years past where you know the secondary you know, was considered a weakness. Uh, and I'm not saying it's the best secondary out there, but I think as far as the cornerbacks go, I, I think we've got some good ones. Um, yeah. You know, you talk about uh, Byron Jones and Cheeto, uh, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown. These are our key contributors on that in that secondary. Um, you know, I talk shit a lot about Jeff Heath, but he's he's really not as horrible as I make him out to be. Yeah. Uh, he's great on special teams. Um, he's going to have to step up now that Xavier Woods is, is still going to be out. Uh, fortunately, though, they're, they're still saying that it's not as bad as their initial uh, prognosis was. Uh, so hopefully he'll be he'll be coming back soon. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they're saying a report earlier today saying they hope that he can practice this week. Not guaranteed, though. Real quick, Ramiro Guerra chimed in and says, no, Hill is not better than Teddy. Absolutely not. No. He also said D linemen need to get pressure on Teddy early and often, and that gives them the best shot. I agree. I agree. Uh, I agree one hundred percent. I would like for the, you know, we run a lot of a four man front, and I would like to see that four man front put the pressure on him. Last week against Rosen, man, they were able to do it. We just weren't able to seal the deal and and actually get there. He broke free a yeah, few times. Yeah, we got a lot of pressures and hits, but uh, second half we finally got those sacks. Uh, and hopefully that that can carry over, um, but I, I agree. Taysom Hill is, is not in the same class as Teddy Bridgewater, no. and that's no disrespect to Taysom Hill, man. Um, he's still a good athlete. He, he's a hell of an athlete, but it's just one of those. He's not better than Teddy. Uh, I, we like to call him Teddy Two Gloves, um, <laughs> and it was just one of those, man. I, I'm so glad. I remember when Teddy got drafted, and he got drafted by Minnesota. And I was just saying, they're like, no, like it's the same thing for me with Deshaun Watson. When Deshaun Watson got picked by the Texans, I was like, no, like I want to <laughs> cheer for these guys, man. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I don't cheer for Deshaun Watson over in Houston, and I wasn't cheering for Teddy over over in uh, Minnesota because of your friend, because of my friend. And uh, it's just one of those, man. He just makes it so hard to cheer to to accept when the Vikings do well because of how much shit he talks, you know, about the Cowboys and and how we're overrated, and yet Mike. You your Vikings are normally picking, you know, lower in the first round than what the Cowboys do over the last ten plus years. Um, so we'll we'll see how that continues to play out. But uh, you know, now that Teddy's with a new team, uh, when he's not playing the Cowboys, uh, I hope he does well. And, and uh, I just hope he doesn't do well this week, though. Uh-uh. But um, I think Teddy, he's he's great. I think uh, if Drew Brees decides to call it quits anytime soon, um, I, I think they're going to want to stick with Teddy. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm sure that obviously they will bring in someone else in um, to compete for the spot, I think. Um, yeah, probably. Because... The way the team is built, they have so much talent right now and young talent to where they can compete for the next couple of years. I mean, when you talk about the Saints and you talk about the NFC playoffs, they're always, always, always in the mix. And and we go back to what we said a couple of weeks in our first podcast. If it wasn't for that um, pass interference that wasn't pass interference because the refs didn't throw the flag, you know, the Saints could have easily been in the Super Bowl instead of the Rams. And who knows? They might have won it. They might have won it. So, um, Saints aren't. That's I'm why not I feel they got like a lot of motivation lightly. this year. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to take them to the Super Bowl. The night game going to make a difference or nay? No, I don't think so. It's in a dome. Um, everybody's mm. definitely going to be watching though when the Cowboys play a primetime game. It, you know, yeah. I have not, a fun it's fact. not by coincidence that you know it's one of the highest rated games. I have a fun fact for that. Um, NBC has had a total of eighty five Sunday night football games. The Cowboys have been featured either as a home team or a away team 25 of those times. That is an insane percentage. If you want to talk about America's team playing on Sunday night football, there it well, is. The Cowboys mean money, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And it's one of those situations where, where the league is doing great, 
you know, when, when teams like the Cowboys, the Raiders, uh, when they're doing well, the league is doing well. Um, you know, people, again, people want to talk shit. Uh, the Cowboys, once again, are considered the top, you know, sports franchise. In the world. In the world. No, including the, the no, Browns no. are the world. We're the world. Yeah, yeah. We're the world's team. What y'all world, can have, what y'all can world have are you team. on? Y'all can have America's team. But I don't I don't know, man. I think the Patriots took over that, man. I was going to say the Patriots are America's team now. I, I think that's that, America's team now. We got used to it. The Patriots. More rings. Mm-hmm. Nah. Red, white, and blue. No. Yeah. You know? yeah. No? Maybe yeah. That, that, to me, that's the only reason, you know, the <laughs> red, white, and blue. And and it was that same year that you know nine nine eleven happened. And they won the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. so then sure it was fitting. Sure, that's why y'all that's why y'all got them wins in the nineties. So you know what, we'll let them go out with a blast. See, but the thing is, like the Cowboys, you know, it was the Cowboys that said, you know, it, it's not we didn't the Cowboys didn't take America's team from somebody else. You get what I'm saying? Like it was the the Cowboys were the first America's team. Yeah, they have to be a first. Yeah, okay, but that's and what I'm saying. Good like, don't last forever. So. <laughs> no, no, no. But that, okay, but that's kind of like saying like you know I'm Chuck and now you want to be Chuck just because, you know, you can't be Chuck. I am Chuck. You know the yes. Cowboys are America's team. Chuck is your well, yeah, name. Yeah, but but think of think of like uh, I don't know. Uh, 31 flavors. They changed their logo. They changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As as time passes, yes, Things at one change. time. Things change. Yeah, and, and, you know, there's always people that don't like the change. They like the old ways, but you're going to have to either ride with it or watch it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I respectfully disagree. Uh, you know, the Cowboys are America's team. They will always be America's team. And, you know, even when they're losing, you know, even when they're having shit years, when they're going 5-11, and 11, everybody still talks about them. Mm-hmm. What do they talk and about? it's not because of the fans. What do they talk about? Oh, it's a nice stadium they got down there? Sure. Too bad it can't be used in a playoffs. Sure. Is that what they talk but about? But they're still talking about it. You know, That, that is one thing, yeah. It's, you know, we're, we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. You know, and it's kind of like we're 3-0 and and people are saying, well, you're, you're playing shit teams. Well, yeah, but you know what? If we had lost one of those games, you all would be like, ha, 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 you all lost to a shit team. Yeah, so there's it's kind no of winning. like there's, there's no, no winning. There's no but, winning. But you know what? That's a common theme because I hear that a lot. I, uh, the prime example, Kevin A. Smith. They asked him, "Why do you hate the Cowboys?" Well, I don't hate the Cowboys. I hate the fans. Yeah, and that's like the common theme. It's like, wow, I, I kind of get it, but I Look mean, come on, over beat these three teams. It's like, yeah, dog. Corey, how would you be acting right now if your team was three and zero? Well, my team is different. What's different? We could be two and one, and we're excited. Like I said, we're one and two, and and we're excited. It was going on. Okay, so what's the difference between your fan base and the Cowboys? Two years, two years ago, two years ago, we didn't win a game. Three years ago, we only won one game. You know, so we already match those two years already. You know, this is why it's exciting for us. We're not talking shit, but we're excited. I mean, we've just played the. The um, team that knocked y'all out of the playoffs, the last team to beat y'all, mm-hmm. we we played them. We played them without our whole secondary, That's both true. safeties, both corners, and a starting linebacker. And we, you know, we came close. We we missed out on time at the end of the game. You know, so that's the same oh, so thing. You we're excited, win. so we're excited right yeah. now. We know what we've got. Okay, but that's the same thing. You know, go back to that Cowboys Rams game. It wasn't a blowout. No. You know, we just ran out of time. I guarantee you, if you give us another three minutes into that game, we have a chance to tie it. We only lost by eight points. See what happens. So that means we must be right where you guys are. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. But we're going to see Sunday when you guys match up against the Saints. The world is going to be watching. Hey, Corey, Corey, real quick. Ramiro Guerra had a question for you. Will Baker Mayfield bring Cleveland the championship? I believe he will. This year or soon? It will happen. Just keep watching. Okay, maybe <laughs> this year. Maybe we play the Cowboys. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he also asked. Um, let me let me go back here. Why, why doesn't Nick Chubb get the ball at the goal line? Oh yeah, man. That's, yeah. Uh, I'm not the play caller. At least uh, once. Yeah, at least once. But our coach, he 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 admitted. He said, you know, he made he made a, a bad call there. He, he made a couple of bad calls. That's he went for it on fourth down. It was fourth and nine. He ran a draw. This is what I call the Odell effect. But you know, if you get that. If you make that, then it's like, oh, man, that was a genius call. That's one of those. I don't know that I would call that. Well, they're not expecting it. No, they're not. But that's a risky call. That's a hell of a risky call. I can see that happening on a third down. 
You know, I could see I could see you trying to run a draw but, on like but, third and ten, but, but you especially know, if you know you're going to go for it on fourth down. Well, you know they're going to come in blitzing. I mean, it was at the end of the day, bad call. But I can understand why I call it. It's just like Seattle throwing it on the goal line against the Patriots. You know, you could say it's a bad call, but I could. It was a nice play call. He's just won a battle. So you're saying yes, Mayfield will bring a championship to Cleveland. Yes, he will. Oh, how long time frame? Right, come on now. I give said he will. Gen- That's good enough. Give me a Gen- general time frame. Oh, it'd be within, uh, three, within years, three years. Five, three within years. Three years. Within three years. Wow. I think Baker Mayfield is a poor man's Gardner Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those memes are freaking awesome. All yes. those memes that are coming out right now about Gardner Minshew. Gardner yeah. Minshew has a. I'm so jealous of that mustache. You, let me give you an opinion on your good. Browns, Corey. What I feel like is happening is Kitchens is trying to keep everybody happy. He wants to make sure Odell gets his touches, Landry gets his touches, and Chubb gets his touches. And instead of making the right play call at the right time, no matter who's getting the ball, he has that in the back of his head. Like, you know, I haven't gotten Odell the ball in a while, and let me call a play for him. Or I haven't gotten Landry the ball in a while, let me call a play for him. It. it Yes, it's great to have all that talent around you, but at the end of the day, you got to put your team in the best situation to make a play and stop worrying about who's getting the ball. Well, here's what Ramiro says. He says, first and goal, four passes. Yeah. No love for Chubb. So, exactly. But, but I think that falls into also what you're saying about play calling. you got to mix it up, you know? Um, confuse the other team. But yeah. um, I, I don't I don't know why the pass call, I mean, um, I mean, what you're saying, Matt, I watched the games. I don't think that's the case. So Odell gets his. If that was the case, I would think it'd be um, trying to get uh, Landry more because after the Jets game, I felt like, man, I hope Landry is not feeling a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? Because he just didn't get um, as many as I think he, he should be getting. I don't I don't think that's what's on the coach's mind is about trying to feed people uh certain people. I know that could be something that people on the outside may look in because of all the stars we have in this and just how they have been in the past. But I think it's more of trying to trying to, to make some type of identity and uh just try to get I don't know. I don't know, man. I know we're forcing Baker's for trying to make plays. He's trying to make too many plays instead of checking down. You know, he's taking forever for the check down. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get it right, you know. It's we'll see. It's uh three games in the season. We played some tough games, some tough games. It'd be nice if we be able to play some softer teams uh, while we getting while we, we getting go. in the here groove. We go. There yeah. it is. So- softer teams like whom? Like which which schedule? Like uh, Cowboys? Oh, I mean, Mike, maybe don't do that, Mike. <laughs> don't do that. I'm just trying to pull it out of him. Why don't you tell him? Well, like, no, the, like, the, teams, like the Patriots like schedule? Said, it could have been the, the Bengals. I mean, God, why, why we couldn't play the Bengals? Or, or even the, or even the Steelers week? if we could have played them earlier. Who do y'all got this week? The Ravens. Oof. Ravens are looking tough. We gotta, we can, we can, but, but our part of the schedule, our toughest part is right now. We got the Patriots coming up. We got Seahawks and the 49ers. And, uh, you know, we just played the Rams. But then after that, it's a whole bunch of teams that's very beatable. Uh-huh. All right, so New Orleans, Sunday, 7.20 p.m. Uh, did you already do your predictions? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, we talked about a little about the Saints offense. What do you think about their defense? How does our offense they, match I, up? They got a pretty good defense. defense. They got a pretty good defense. You got uh, Cam. Cam Jordan. DN and then uh, Lattimore at corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got Williams at safety. Uh, I don't think Michael Gallup's going to be back for this no, game. No, he's not. Um, so, who are their linebackers? I couldn't tell you. I, yeah, I I'm mad. I'm not too sure. Linebacker. But I, I, I do hope that uh, we get a heavy dose. And it doesn't have to be a heavy dose of Zeke, but at least a heavy dose of the run game. Uh, and for me, that just talks mainly about winning the time of possession. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need to, we, again, going back to what I said earlier, we need to have 10 to 12 play drives, uh, you know, make each drive, you know, five, six minutes long to take up as much of that clock as you can. And another thing that the Cowboys have been good at is the red zone efficiency. Oh, they're, they're doing a whole lot better than they have in years past. Yes. It's night and day compared to last year. And, uh, absolutely. And again, we're playing shit teams. Fine, whatever. But we're still, you know, we're still producing more touchdowns than we are field goals in the red zone, and that's huge. Heck yeah! Uh, that that's that's the difference. A lot of times between winning and losing, because you can be in the red zone, you know, five times, and you know, 
you walk out with four field goals, you know, as opposed to, you know, four touchdowns, uh, four touchdowns and a field goal, you know, that that's a major point swing. Um, hey, I'm looking at their defense. I didn't. They got Kiko Alonso and Demario, Demario Davis. He's he's all right. Demario Davis isn't too bad. Kiko Alonso, he's a journeyman. Um, well, he can play. You know, he he can. can. I mean, he's he's not a scrub or anything. But he, uh, Eli Apple. I don't know they had him. Yeah, I remember Eli Apple. Eli Apple's not that great. Um, no, we're gonna see. We're gonna see how good they yeah, are. Yeah, we'll see. Sunday. And like I said, over and over again. We're playing in New Orleans, one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. What's the spread? Uh, the spread, I just looked that up. Uh, the Cowboys are favored by two and a half. If you win by one, I'll give you props. I'll say, okay. If you win, just win by one. Win the game. Yeah, just got to win the game. I don't care about beating the spread. We just got to win the game. That's what goes up in the win column. Yeah. You lose the game, it's like, ah, see. So, Penal, I'm sorry. I'll start it off. I, I'll go 27-21 Cowboys. I, and see, for me, I think it's going to be a little bit higher. I've, I've been giving the Cowboys, you know, 30 points each week. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to change that. What did you say yours was? 27-21 Cowboys. Okay, now I'm going to sound like I'm just copying yours. Um, <laughs> it's okay, man. Before he said he is. And yeah, so uh, I'm, sure. I'm going to go 24-17. Um, I, I think it's going to be the Cowboys. Um and I think it's going to be a heavy dose of that run game, which is why I'm kind of making my score just a little bit lower than what I normally do. Um, I want it to be a heavy dose of the run game. You know, feed Zeke as much as you can. I think we should be at a point where Zeke, you know, let, let's let's run the ball at least. If we can get 70 plays in, 70, 75 plays in, uh, you know, let's let's run it about 35 times. Uh, you know, let's let's give Zeke 20. Let's see if we can give Tony, you know, 10 to 15 carries. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, just those two guys. You know, you can give it. Is I think Tavon Austin is coming back. Mm, Not yet. I, no, I don't think so. Not yet. Uh, you know, we can give it to these other fast guys, you know, on a jet sweep. Uh, you know, things of that nature. I just think we need to, to we definitely need to be balanced in, in this game. As Which far I as think the, we the have the pass been, ratio. you know, even especially on first down, we were... <laughs> Always for all I, on first down. For, yeah, for all I remember, we were 100% run on first down last year with Linehan. But I think um, Moore has done a great, great job of mixing it up on first down. So You said you gave Dallas about 30 points each week. Take a look at the schedule. Look at the final scores. That's what, they were, that's what they're putting up on the boards. Yeah. 35, 30. 31, 31. Um, I, I think... <laughs> You know, even to say 20, 24, you know, that's you know that's some points right there. It means three touchdowns and a field goal. Uh, but I think both defenses are – I just kind of have a feeling that both defenses are going to show up this week. Yeah. All right, I got 23-20 or I'm sorry, 23-21. Cowboys can't make the last field goal to win the game. 23-21 uh, <laughs> Cowboys? Yes. Wow. No, 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 no. 23 Saints. Oh, 23 oh. They can't make the oh, winning can. field goal. I thought you said they can make it. That's they what can. I heard. That's oh, my bad. No, I they can't the, make it. You heard it I understood you heard it the, the first time. I so know what he's 21-23 Saints. Saints. Yes. Okay. I got uh, 21-14 Saints. Oh, wow. We're, we're, we're at battle here today. Well, you know, hey. Well, you're not Just biased. You made the right call. Remember, we made, it was close last week. <laughs> you two guys. <laughs> what did you say, Mike? I said uh, 21-14 New Orleans Saints. I think it is going to be a, a defensive game, uh, but we'll see. We will see, and this is going to be. Oh, real quick, uh, I'm sorry, Matt. No, uh, good. Ramiro uh, chimed in. Amari is licking his chops now. He's playing against uh, Eli Apple. Thirty-five, twenty-four. Dallas pulling away late. Pulling yeah, away late. I can see that. It's it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be uh, in favor of one team over the other. Um, you don't think Lattimore is going to be following Amari? I don't know that he's going to shadow the guy, just like I'm not sure if Brian Byron Jones is going to shadow yeah, Michael Thomas. It, I'm not sure think, what the Saints scheme is. I, I know Lattimore, Cowboys, we don't shadow. I think Lattimore shadowed uh, Hopkins. I'm pretty sure he did. If that's their game plan, then. And then that's fine. But to me, the thing is, when, I when, you, when you do that, you know, you're leaving so much open because, you know, 
Well, it's just one on one. Right, but he's he's. So are you always gonna mat him up then? I mean, well, you know, may, they may because yeah, then I mean, that says a lot. Yeah, you know that that shows seventy five percent of the time. You know, de- depending on the situation. Because you remember, Amari is not just an outside receiver. You know, Moore's using him in the slot a lot more mm-hmm. compared to last year. You know, and it's if a corner's used to defending the perimeter, it's hard to get him in the slot where the receiver There's has more. He's got more room to work more with, more room and more options of where to go. Yeah. You're talking about a guy who's always on the outside, to where he's his the sidelines, his best friend. I used to play corner. You that's why me anywhere. Yeah, but that's why you hire slot corners and regular yeah. corners. It's a different world out there. Where was your favorite spot? I didn't care. Were you any good? Yeah, I was good. I, there was never a catch on me in the game. For how many seasons? What are we talking about here? Oh, the high school. No, but I mean, there's never the whole a time? catch on me. Really? Yeah, never catch. One. Not one. No, not one. It could have been, but <laughs> quarterback overthrew it. I made a great play, but quarterback overthrew it. <laughs> wow. Are you sh- not one. No. If we go back to your high school and we look, I'm gonna. E- no, I've never done not one catch on me. Gonna email that high school. That's that's like you no. sure? That's like Matt and I saying, ah, no one ever got a sack against us. Well, I never had a catch on me. We could probably say that though. We ran the ball. <laughs> That's true. Too. I think we Chuck, passed. You it played like line. You, you, yeah. I, heard you I know, said, right? You yeah. look like was, Joe was, Thomas, don't he? I wow, like, oh, I look like Joe Thomas now. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 team, what school? I went to PSJ North. Okay, class of 03. Okay, Matt. Same class of 09. And what did you play? Uh, offensive tackle. Wow. I played uh, offensive tackle. Uh, excuse me, defensive tackle, and I played guard for a while. I wasn't as heavy as I am now. A <laughs> lot lighter. And a lot quicker. I was I'm pretty I was pretty much the same size now that I was that I wow. was then. Maybe a few pounds. Where did you play? Heavier. A memorial, McCallum Memorial. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're we're talking eighty eighty five to eighty seven, you know. That's cool. So we all play. We should get a little uh, game going. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm past that. I I remember a while back there was some, some talk about like an alumni game. It's like, no, thank you. I'm good. I'm <laughs> I don't want to. I'll bring these. the beer. Yeah, there you go. I'll, <laughs> I'll be the guy drinking the beer. Uh, I'm. I'm. <laughs> my playing days are long gone. Um, as an offensive lineman, man, I don't even get invited to play flag football. So, yeah. and and I don't know if you want to mention this, but so are y'all coaching at the school y'all went to, or is it uh, a different school? No, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Okay, cool. It's like it's like I'm back home. Well, that's, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing like being home. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I want to thank everybody. Are we all good? Uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about? No, I think we're good. Uh, Gardner Minshew, man. I, I think he's, he's – I can't stop talking about the guy. He's like my new Chuck Norris almost. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's name's coming uh, – showing up tomorrow? Melvin Gordon. That's yeah. your, your bold it's prediction or, no, or it's, it's a done deal? He's, well, he's, show, he's showing up. He won't play this week, but he's yeah. showing up. The, well, he's showing up, but he hasn't signed anything. No, a lot of reports confirming that he's going to show up tomorrow and be ready for next week's game. So we'll see. And tomorrow, of course, we got a divisional opponent playing. We got Philadelphia going against the Green Bay Packers. That should be a good one. I hope the Packers give it to him. And, you know, the Packers are also undefeated, man, but they they, they haven't really looked that good. Well, they're doing it a different way. We're yeah. used to Aaron Rodgers airing it out, and now that Aaron Rodgers have a has a defense, he's he's just playing football and doing pay what he needs managing. to do to win the pay, game. Pay yeah. he doesn't need to. And I'm sure they're going to get into a game this year, maybe against the Cowboys, where it's going to be a shootout, and you're going to see Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So they're a good team. They're just Being not smart doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, the typical way we're used to. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got a defense. Play some, they play some good teams too. Are yeah. you hurting with Devontae? Don't you have Devontae Adams? I do, but I'm not overreacting. They he, they played Chicago, and they played Minnesota. Um, those are two of the top five defenses in the league right now. So I'm not overreacting yet. Uh, there's seven. There's 16 games in a season, not just three. So we'll see what happens. Were you Were you crying when you heard about Saquon? Uh, it hurt a little bit, but this Melvin Gordon news makes me happy because I have him stashed. So trade him, man. I think you should trade Saquon, dude. It's a keeper league. Yeah. I'm, I gotta keep him. Uh, but okay, but you have Saquon in like four other leagues. <sighs> not four, but yeah. How many know. other leagues do you have him in? But I'm not worried about those leagues because in that in those leagues I'm good. Like I'm three and zero and two and one. 
So I'm not hurting. I hate you. So I'm owing three and one. Then I'm like a co commission. And, and then I'm two and one in another. Mike. It's gonna be nice to come and do this show next week. Well, we'll see. We're you know, and I want to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody for stopping, and that's gonna do it for us here. Uh, uh, once again, we do have a Twitter handle. Matt, what's the handle? It is. You know what? I know it. DCL. DC. That's why I DC wanted to pull it four up. L nine five six. Yes, it's DC. That number four dc 4l956 there you go that's our twitter handle uh also here on facebook make sure you like and share please share as much as you can dc4l956 as well on facebook and of course you can always hear us live when we're taping this show at uh doghouseradio.com guys thank you once again man you guys always perform and uh, cowboys I, I totally appreciate it life <laughs> <laughs> little nwo for you all right until next week how about them cowboys? <laughs>